Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include what's going on with mortgage stockholders, and are the summer doldrums ahead in housing? Thanks to this week's podcast sponsor, Ignite Integration Solutions Incorporated, a custom software provider that is solely focused on the mortgage industry. Ignite has created industry-leading LOS core integrations, in addition to a library of Encompass-based tools and plugins, and custom API development with their team of 100% onshore developers. Ignite supports both mortgage lenders and vendors as clients and partners. You can rest assured that no animals were harmed in the making of this commentary. But the harm felt by stockholders during the last several months has not been trivial, and not only confined to lenders. As has been discussed in this commentary, just because the open market can see their stock prices fall doesn't mean those companies are faring any worse, or better, than non-public companies. And other companies in related industries have not fared much better. For example, Redfin, a full-service real estate brokerage that owns Lender Bay Equity, hit a high of over $95 a share and hit a low a few weeks ago of only $7.13. Put another way, if you had sunk your life savings of $1 million in Redfin stock in February of 2021, your life savings would stand at $75,000 currently. Ouch. The speed and magnitude of the rate move in 2022 has hurt many, but to keep things in perspective, remember that the highest interest rates were in October 1981, a whopping 18.45%. Fortunately, no one is talking about rates moving up that high, and in fact, there's a growing school of thought that mortgage rates may have plateaued for the foreseeable future, leaving LOs asking, what kind of products can we offer clients to blunt the impact of these higher rates? Capital markets and product departments to the rescue. As we wrap up June, don't forget that Monday is the July 4th holiday, and the bond markets and trading desks everywhere will be closed early on Friday. Holidays are nice, but they don't influence the financial markets. Last week, the markets grew increasingly concerned about recession as the week went on, thanks to weak economic data, hawkish central bank rhetoric, and the threat of a Russian gas cutoff in Europe. That led to a significant rally in sovereign bonds as investors sought out safe havens and cast doubt on whether central banks could keep hiking into a downturn. Fed Chairman Powell went before Congress to reiterate what was presented in the Federal Open Market Committee statement and corresponding press conference. That inflation has gotten out of control and the Fed will do whatever is necessary to bring it down towards 2%. As such, the market expects another 75 basis point rate hike following the July 27th meeting. Additionally, Powell testified that the aggressive tightening policy may result in a recession sometime over the next two years. Meanwhile, an imbalance still exists in the housing market as demand is still outpacing supply, which stood at a mere 2.6 months supply in May, significantly below the 4-6 to six months normally associated with a balanced market. The 10.7% jump in May's new home sales was likely the result of buyers rushing to avoid further price and rate increases and could have pulled forward sales from later in the summer. Home sales are expected to slow in the coming months as borrowing costs and home prices force some buyers to the sidelines. Aggressive Fed hikes, looming recession fears, and unsettling inflation readings are causing volatility, which is not welcome for capital markets folks. While it isn't quite the panic of other bear market periods, as some viewed the Fed taking away the punch bowl as inevitably painful, it is still hurting the mortgage industry. We learned yesterday, as I mentioned, that pending home sales broke a six-month skid to rise 0.7% in May, including the Northeast seeing the biggest gain, with home sales rising 15.4%. However, compared to a year ago, three out of four regions, the Northeast, South, and West, posted double-digit pending sales declines, 
while sales dropped by 8.8% in the Midwest. Quote, Despite the small gain in pending sales from the prior month, the housing market is clearly undergoing a transition, said NAR chief economist Lawrence Young. He continued, Contract signings are down significantly from a year ago because of much higher mortgage rates. Trying to balance the housing market by choking off demand via higher mortgage rates is damaging the consumers and the economy. The better way to balance the market is through increased supply, which also helps the broader economy. End quote. Construction should help, as historically, housing has led the economy out of recession. The 2008 financial crisis never experienced a rebound in home construction due to foreclosures, and now we have a shortage of housing. Materials and labor constrain the supply side, but we should eventually see a wave of new construction. The scene is different for existing homes, where owners with jobs and comfortable mortgages don't have to sell. Today sees another busy economic calendar, and we've already received advanced indicators for May. The good trades deficit shrunk to $104.3 billion, and retail and wholesale inventories came up 1.1 and 2.0% respectively. Later this morning brings Redbook same-store sales, April house prices from Case Shiller and FHFA, June consumer confidence, Richmond Fed manufacturing and services, and Dallas Fed Texas services. Treasury then auctions $40 billion of seven-year notes after yesterday's $47 billion five-year note auction met weak demand, following a $46 billion two-year note sale that received stronger but also relatively weak interest. Two Fed speakers, Richmond's Barkin, followed by San Francisco's Daily, are set to speak today. And today's MBS purchase schedule sees the New York Fed desk and Gini 2s for up to $484 million, 4% and 4.5%, before the desk will release a new purchase schedule covering the June 29th to July 14th period, which is expected to total $6.8 billion. We begin the day with agency MBS prices worse than 8th, and the 10-year yielding 3.24 after closing yesterday at 3.19% on follow-through from Europe's higher rates. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. My son just asked me where poo comes from. I gave him a detailed explanation. He stood there in some silence, and then he asked, What about Tigger? <laughs> Thanks to this week's podcast sponsor, Ignite Integration Solutions Incorporated, a custom software provider that is solely focused on the mortgage industry. Ignite has created industry-leading LOS core integrations, in addition to a library of Encompass-based tools and plugins, and custom API development with their team of 100% onshore developers. Ignite supports both mortgage lenders and vendors as clients and partners. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.